Hi, and welcome to the Movie Quest podcast. If you haven't listened to us before, we are a show that watches films and discusses them. And usually we rank them into a uh, order and a list of uh, the best ones we like for that season. So this current season is Western Animation. Uh, so we've talked, recently we've talked about Fantastic Mr. Fox, uh, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, uh, and last week's episode was The Triplets of Bellevue. This week we're talking about uh, The Jungle Book, which is my choice. But before we get to that, I'm joined here with my good friends, Johnny. Hello. And Aaron. Hello. And uh, I just thought I'd ask, how are you guys doing in the middle of our pandemic winter wasteland? Yeah. Last time we were podcasting, we had two or three inches of snow, and we've got two or three inches of snow again. We're just like redating ourselves, so when people come to listen to us, they realise how long it takes us to edit a podcast. Um, yeah, we don't have any snow whatsoever. Um, I just want to say, you know, a couple of me, and that had some real, real panache at the beginning of that, um, you know. Really, I think that's what Johnny's looking for, is that kind of attitude. It's great. It's good to see. Cheers. Good to see. I th- it's because you were singing just before it got me going. You know what I mean, got me in the in the showbiz mood. Oh, um, yeah, I'm good. Been looking at houses. Um, oh, nice. I seen anything good? Yeah, I, I guess like we're starting to gauge what we want and what we don't want, and like what we feel is going to be too much work and. What's going to be... Have you actually looked at any yet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've seen... We've seen this week, we've seen four already. All right, nice. Um, you, you, you don't really get a proper understanding of the house until you're actually there looking at it properly. Yeah, no, no, no. So we, we, yeah. You don't want anything that smells damp. No, so I'll tell you, I've got one story. So like, we went to view house, um, and I was like, oh, how's the basement? And the, I was like, is the basement dry? And the guy was like, yeah, yeah, it's dry, you know, it's pretty good. Don't go in And so there. we went down to the basement, and there was puddles everywhere, and I was like, okay. And he was like, oh, yeah, don't mind the puddles. I don't, I don't know what that's about. Oh, it's just because we've had loads of rain recently. And I was like, isn't that the definition of, like, a damp basement is the puddles? Yeah, I I, I mean, I got told just don't go for a house with basement because there's just a bit of a pain to you know if they, if, they, if they get damp or whatever but also very useful so yeah 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 i've had to that's the whole reason that i'm going out with sarah is because she had a flooded basement oh. so um there are some upsides to it having a damp <laughs> basement i guess some silver linings uh aaron you're already, you're already married so no luck there no no i mean unless heather like you know managed to flood our basement and i have to like go yeah you know, rekindle that. Well, we should get married again. Let's renew our vows. It'd be like, um, it'd be like, I don't know, the notebook or something all over again. You'll be soaking wet with all the, all the basement water all over you and having a good smooch. It'd be, it'd be beautiful. Uh, right. What have you guys been watching recently? Have you watched anything good? Uh, well, last time, last time I forgot to mention that I watched Crazy Rich Asians. Um, no, 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 we talked about it right at the end of the podcast. Oh really? Yeah, okay. yeah. So Heather and I watched right. that. Um, that was a great film. It is a good film. I do, do, the main thing I remember that film is the com- comedic actress. I can't think of her name now. Um, what? Who is in? Sorry, go on. Aquafina. Yes, yeah, she's amazing. She was like standout. Yeah, she's, she was standout for me. Every bit, like all the dresses, like the rings that she had on, like the necklaces, like her hair was just absolutely. Mm choice very good yeah i really enjoyed that film it's got lots of like actresses in it that um 
that are in like like TV programs and stuff, or like movies that I really enjoy, like Aquafina, obviously, and then the the mum, she's in um, Enterprise. Uh, really? Yeah, um, which is pretty cool. But I don't want to. Talk, I don't talk about that because we've already talked about that. Um, yeah. I also watched Widows, Johnny. Did you watch it? Have you watched it yet? I've not watched it yet. No, no. Is so, do you want me to hold? I can hold judge, judgment on it or praise on it if you want. Until yeah. you've watched it, and we'll talk about it Le- then. Yeah, leave it. Um, I definitely will watch it. I wasn't sure if we were gonna pick it for something, but yeah. If you've watched it, I'll watch it. Cool, cool. cool. Is it worth watching? Well, watch it, and then we'll have a discussion. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, you're setting them up. This uh, is gonna go with some low expectations. Yeah, just you know, change. I don't know. It's got like it's really highly rated. Highly rated. Um, anyway, uh, I watched Official Secrets with Kira Knightley in it, the Gavin Hood Secrets. film. Ooh. It's on um, that Prime 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 videos. It's the one, you know, it's a true story about the British whistleblower, blower, 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 the whistleblower who leaked the information about the illegal NSA spy operation. Ah, Do you remember? Okay. Like, I mean, we were all very young when this happened. Was, oh, really? Yeah, it was, you know, bef- you know before the, the, the Iraqi war. Oh, is this, is this where, did they leak all the information about, Wait, this was before the Iraq War, or was just this, this just, just before the Iraqi War, um, British intelligence service or British intelligence basically were asked to dig up dirt about UN Security Council members, so that when it came to voting for or against the war, that they had some leverage to kind of get them to vote ah. for the war. So America um, had asked Britain to do that. This young lady. Um, her real name is Catherine Gunn, played by Keira Knightley. Um, basically, decides that that is morally wrong, and she leaks this email to the press, and she gets basically there's like a a, a law. It's like the spy law or something like not. It's like information law or something. Basically, it's like an intelligence thing. So if you leak this information, you automatically go to jail for like twelve years or something crazy. Um, so is this like to do with the WMDs? This was. It sounds like it was before. It was, though. It sounds like it was. Ju- so during the build-up. Oh wait. Oh, or was it? Or maybe it was actually because I think yeah. That that's the reason why they went to war, wasn't it? Because they went to war because the they thought they had information on WMDs. Yes. So I guess I guess it was yeah. If it was part of them crowbarring their way into getting in a war. Yeah. Is that, that sounds interesting though. Does it involve any top officials? Did you see much of Tony Blair? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You see like actual, sort of... like oh, actual, okay. like um, media recordings of him. Like all the media oh, stuff okay. is all so real. So no one's portray- no one's portraying him. No, no, it's like him, like... real life him. Um, wow. I kind of like like films like this because you know, sort of similar to uh, is it Dark Waters? Yeah. Um, and the 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 report. Like I just I don't know. I really like sort of stuff like this. I Very intrigued by it. I've got some. Been, so can I talk about the thing I've been watching? Yeah, 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 yeah. So I this is sort of links into what you what sort of thing you're just you've just been watching. So I started watching the it's a mini series. Um, it's called the Comey Rule. Oh, what's that? I posted it in the in the I posted it in the chat the other day. So basically, what it's about it's it's really recent. It's like recent, really recent history, U.S. political um, uh, history. So it was. Based around James Comey, who was the director of the FBI, um, and it basically, it's about 
just before, obviously during the run up to the election with Trump and Hillary, uh, them investigating Hillary's emails, and then um, afterwards, the what was it? Uh, oh yeah, the Russian interference with the U.S. election. It's all regarding that. But what's interesting about it is it actually has like it's about it's it has like so it has Brendan. Um, what's his name? Gleason. Gleason, that's the one. Brendan Gleason plays Trump, right? And it's what's really odd. I I haven't seen Trump yet in the show because I'm only half. I'm only like part part way through the first episode because it's an hour and a half episode. Hour and a half. Uh, each episode is an hour and a half long, so it's like it's quite a chunk. So I'm only halfway through it, but I've seen the trailer. But what's interesting is he's playing Trump, and every other version of Trump I've ever seen played by a different actor or whatever. Or, it's always for comedic value. It's always a comedy show or whatever, and they're making a fun fun of him. Obviously, um, it's kind of weird seeing someone play him straight as he actually is. But I ha- obviously, I haven't seen got to that part yet. I've just seen it in trailers. But so far, it's very in depth. It's very like um, intricate and goes over a lot of the facts. I think it's based on a book that came out fairly recently. Um, it's a sh- yeah. It's it seems pretty well made as well, so yeah, I'm quite enjoying that at the moment. Where where did you watch um, it? Uh, it's on Now TV. Oh, damn it, I mean, I could get Now TV. That sounds like oh. something well up my street, though. Like, yeah, it's four episodes long. Well, it, I think it depends on which which uh, version it is, but I think I think it's four episodes long, four five minutes long each. Um, but then just I think in America it was like two. They showed it for two episodes that were an hour and a half long each. But yeah. Um, so far, quite good. It reminds me a little bit of like House of Cards and stuff, but it obviously it feels. It, oh, it's maybe not House of Cards. Maybe more like, I guess similar to those sort of films you're talking about before, where you have like these like long in in depth, really uh, you know, long winning investigations. There's a lot of characters in it though, straight away, so you have to really pay attention because there's just so much going on. And I think a lot of it is. Um, sort of hoping that you'll understand who these people are because if, if, most people obviously who are watching this will be Americans yeah, yeah. who are interested in politics so you but they have like Barack Obama in there like the actor for Barack Obama like and it's odd like seeing him being played by someone who obviously not himself but it's pretty good yeah so enjoying that so far I'll, I'll, I'll report back on the rest of them when I, when I watch them but yeah nice um, okay. Johnny have you watched anything good? Uh, I've watched a couple of films uh I've watched one called Infernal Affairs, which is a Hong Kong crime. Oh, yeah, oh. yeah. That's a, there's a, is it Jackie Chan? No. No, no <laughs> it's the other guy. It's, the... uh, it's Young Chan Wing Yan and yeah, Hon Sam. And it's... it's directed by Andrew Lau and Alan Mack. So basically, have, have you guys seen it? I haven't seen it. No. I've heard of it though. I think. Oh no! Uh, no, no, no! It's I totally think um, of a different film. <laughs> isn't this? Isn't this what um, the 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 Departed is based on? Uh, I think it has some similarities. Basically, there is. Yeah, sorry. Is Departed is a remake of this film? Sorry. Yeah. So basically, there's a um, a crime uh, like syndicate, and what they th- uh, they kept getting busted. So. Their grand idea, which is sort of quite a long game, was to put a young, uh, budding uh, crime gangster into the police so that they they would be a mole for them. 
but the police have also got a mole within a, a crime gang, so it's kind of them going after each other. So each one knows yeah. what the other's doing, and everyone's one step ahead of each other, sort of thing. And I thought it'd be like really serious and really sleek and really cool, but it's not. It's like pretty cheesy and just. <laughs> it's not how I, I I watched it like when I was maybe sixteen or seventeen, and it's just not as cool as I remember it being. But there's three of these films. There's an Infernal Affairs two and and three, so um, I might watch those. But those are on Prime. Don't know if I'd really recommend it. It was it was okay. I also watched Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy, Ooh. which again is another mole related film. I don't know why I watched two mole related films back to back. I thought that was more style over substance. Um, really, it's a bit of a complex story to follow, but it was really cool looking, like really like sleek modern uh, buildings from the sixties and seventies. Um, I thought that was okay. Also okay, really? Lo- really Lone Survivor. Oh, this one I've got. You know what? I bought this right. I was told by my cousin's husband about how amazing this film is. Like his favorite film. And I was like, and I found out it's Lone Survivor. It's got uh, the music done by yeah. uh, yep. Mog- Expo- Explosions oh, Expos- in the Sky. Expos- yeah, that's it. Explosions in the Sky. Yeah, yeah. So I remember being told about that, and I'm like, oh, I need to get this film. So I bought it on Blu-ray, and then never watched it. <laughs> it's just like sat there, and I really need to watch it. It's Matt, yeah, it's um, go for it. I'm, yeah, I'm Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, it's maybe this will kick me off. I think to watch this was. Uh, I think it won some Oscars when it was released, but it's basically about a Navy SEAL team who get sent to, I think it's Iraq. Afghanistan. Um, yeah, sorry, Afghanistan, sorry. Um, and it's kind of like a... Um, uh, a they're, they're sent there to assassinate this target, but their mission kind of goes wrong. And as the title of the film goes, um, foregoing, and it's about a lone survivor. So... Um, yeah, it's just this, it's the retelling of this true story. Um, it's pretty good, like the the hour build up to it uh, to the actual. Um, I don't know what you'd call it. Fight. Ice. It's like a fight in it. It's like it's like a fight on yeah, a hillside, like, like, like but that fight, goes on yeah. for ages. Um, yeah, it's pretty good. The fight on the hillside just goes on for quite a while. Um, I remember coming out of the cinema watching it, thinking, "Oh, that was absolutely awesome," but watching it on TV doesn't have that same effect. I've, um, I think when when you put it like side by side by with like um, Zero Dark Thirty and Hurt Locker and other films of you know war films for that time, I don't think it's quite as good as those. But still worth a watch. Like I think you would enjoy it. Ant. I've got a yeah. I think oh, I need to watch it. I think I'll stick up my projector maybe try and get a bit of that sort of cinematic experience again. I've got yeah. um, I've got a story for this. I don't know if I've told you guys this before. Andy and I saw this in the cinema. Um, so I just want to I want to set the scene before I tell you what happened. All right, I want to set the scene before that. So Andy, um, obviously our friend Andy, he's a teacher, and I don't know if any of you who listen are teachers or know any teachers. But when Ofsted come in to review your school, it's pr- pretty much one of the most horrific things to happen to you. Um, so Andy was feeling a little bit fragile. Um, I just found out that I was being made redundant from possibly one of the best jobs that's ever existed. In my opinion, um, so we both went to see this film, both watching this film, both had a little bit of a cry in the cinema together. Like, just got really hyper emotional. Was like, oh gosh, like it was a, it was a, 
tough day and like afterwards like we were having a bit of a chat and we were laughing about it and he was like i was feeling pretty fragile i was like yeah it feels good i feel like i've got out of my system but um also recommend this film and it's really yeah. good music is like really good yeah it's like just, it, why do you have to, yeah obviously it's explosions in the sky have they ever done anything bad yeah i know um it's also the director yeah. who did um the TV series and with the football that I can't remember the name of Friday Night Lights. Friday Night yeah, Lights. yeah, it's the same guy. Well, he he uses the same that music in there as well. Yeah. He said it must be mates with him or something. Oh, he cool. also did Patriot's uh, Day and Deepwater Horizon. You must really love um, Mark Wahlberg. He's a very like America pro America dude though. Yeah, there's a lot of flags in this film. Yeah, cool. yeah. <laughs> um, then I watched one other film last night with Sarah. Sarah's choice: Devil Wears Prada. Nice, good choice, Sarah. Good choice. Um, I've I I always I always hear people love this film. I've watched it, and I remember thinking it was pretty decent when I watched it, but nothing to write home about. But a lot of people love this film. I want to I want to rewatch it. I want I, I haven't seen it in years. Um, I think when I first watched it, I was probably some sort of like moody teenager and didn't enjoy it because I I did the same thing with Mean Girls. And then I went and rewatched Mean Girls, and I was like, what was I talking about? This film was top. Um, I remember it got nominated, didn't it, for an Oscar? Did it win? I don't know if it won an Oscar. Uh, I'm not too sure. I I, I want to go back and oh. rewatch it. Oh, it's, cause, it, go on, sorry. It's easy watching. It's it's like really easy watching, and it's kind of a story that hasn't been told a hundred times before. Do you want to quickly just explain what it is in case anyone hasn't watched? Yeah, it? so yes. ba- basically, um, there's this uh, fashion magazine, basically the same as like Vogue, but it's called Runway that's uh, got an editor called... Uh, uh, hang on. It's a really good name. Meryl Streep. Meryl Streep. Yeah, you say Meryl. Just to lead... <laughs> yeah, just say Meryl Streep. He, he plays yeah. uh, Amanda Priestley, and she's meant to be, like, the same kind of uh, person as Anna Winter, who's the editor of Vogue. Um, it's kind of this mysterious, straight-down-the-line, kind of fairly aggressive um, person who's gone through loads of personal assistance in the past so Anne Hathaway uh, randomly gets put forward for this job and she's got no interest in fashion whatsoever uh, she just wants to be in the magazine for experience so she can go off and right. do some social just- justice stories about minors and various other things so um, yeah it's basically her having no fashion background being in this world where she's a bit out of her depth um, and comedy ensues mm. um, it's quite good soundtrack is absolute trash whoever did not like the songs that were put in there but just like the music in between um <laughs> like scenes and stuff wasn't wasn't the devil wears parada no no that that great it band. wasn't no it wasn't devil wears parada. that's very unfortunate isn't it that, damn. yeah great I've, i think i saw them about five times that's really really good yeah. trying to see cool. aaron Oh, I have no idea who the the Theodore Shapiro, who's done a lot of stuff. Anyway, go on. Sorry, what are you going to say? I was going to say, do you have any other? Because I've cut oh, cut into yours before. Do you have anything else? Oh no, about? I don't know. Last time did I talk? Did I say that I watched Clueless? Yeah. Mm, yeah. 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 Then no. Then I've got nothing. I, <laughs> I was like trying to. I was like asking Heather before, and I was like, "What did we watch?" I know we've seen stuff. I mean, I have started watching <laughs> this. Um, like Korean uh, TV program called My Mister on Netflix. Each episode is like an hour and 15 minutes long. The reason Gosh. I started watching it is, um, you know the lead guy in Parasite, the rich dad? 
he yes. is the main guy in this and he won an award for it his role in it it's like a sort of drama Ooh, i just thought we, what we could watch what I haven't watched it since the first movie since it came out and Mel hasn't seen it. Oh, I, I am so dying to watch Parasite. Sorry. Sorry, we just interrupted the podcast. We're, we're trying to do a little movie get-together, aren't we? To watch yeah, some, watch along. Watch a film. Yeah. And that's on... Um, we're trying to pick one. Prime. It's on Prime, yeah. yeah. Top, top two. Anyway, sorry. Anyway. I don't really have much else to talk about apart from... Uh, I mentioned the Comey reel before, but the only thing else... To mention is to finish off last week's um, uh, what I've been watching, which was Ted Lasso. So I'd I'd watched like I think the first like four or five episodes at that point last week, and I was saying that I like both hated it with a passion and also really loved it as well. Like I really quite liked it, and uh, basically I think the more I watched of the show and the, the further further got into the show, uh, I, I enjoyed it more and more. To the point where I really enjoyed the last few episodes, and yeah, it's actually really good. I think it's one of those where if you go into it and watch it, you'll you'll sit away and think this is the most cheesiest show I've ever seen. <laughs> oh, it's so cheesy, it's so American and whatever. But give it a couple of episodes. I don't I don't know if it's I don't know if it's literally just the first couple of episodes are maybe just like written differently or something where they have more of that in. Or it's just you get used to the characters and you they start growing you and then you suddenly love love them all, um, but yeah, towards the end end of that show I've watched the finale, uh, it's brilliant, I recommend it. It's like it's like the antidote to like all this horrendous news and stuff in the you know in the world, because like obviously, you know obviously with COVID and everything, but then also since the uh, the the stuff that went on with the capital the US capital last week, I was watching loads of footage of that and like. Loads of news reports about impeachment and all that sort of stuff, and um, which made me want to watch the Kobe because that's where I found out about it. But then watching Ted Lasso is just like, just pure opposite, just like feel good, just lift your spirits, and you just really just happy for four or five minutes. So yeah, I'd uh, and it's not really that much about football. There is a bit of it in there, but obviously most people who aren't into football, it's fine. It's not really about that. Um, so yeah, recommend it. It's good. Nice, and I guess now we should move on to our next segment, which is: Do we have time for it? Yeah, let's do the movie wager. This is where Aaron puts all his crazy music. Yes. So this week, I think Johnny's hosting. Johnny's the the quiz master. Yeah, I believe. Yeah, I've got some and it's, uh, uh, actors and actresses lined up. Is this the first time me and Aaron have gone against each other? I feel like oh. we might have done... Did we do this on the Lost episode, maybe? I can't remember. I, yeah, I can't, I can't remember either. I feel like we did, and then we had to like pull it or something. Um, I don't know. I I, you set it up. I'm just going to get a pen. Too. Okay, so do we know what the uh, the scores are so far? I don't think I'm doing particularly well. So am I not just winning? I think Aaron's winning. I think I've won once. Yeah, and I've won twice or three times. Okay. I think I've won twice. So, yeah, I mean, there's more to play for, isn't there? So, um, do you want me to just quickly tell tell everyone the rules if you haven't? Yeah. So basically, what I'm going to do is I'm going to send Ant and Aaron an image of a uh, person from a film, 
and they have to name as many films as possible that they've been in. So they'll take it in turns. So Aaron might say four films, and then Anna's got to come up with five films to win that round. So is everyone ready? Okay, so you ready for the first one? I'm ready for the first one. I'm ready, I'm ready. So your first one is... John Wayne. Great. Excellent. Um... Excellent. Cool. Well, I've got my mind. I've got. <laughs> this is terrible. I wonder what they're gonna get. I've got. I've, I mean, who goes? Who goes first? Because I'm happy. To, I've got what? I've got the list of. So, <laughs> sh- shall we? Uh, um, trying to do uh, rock paper scissors. Who goes first? I mean, why don't we just, like... I, I, no, I'll, I'll go first. All right, yeah. you go with it. It doesn't matter. Yeah, whatever. I've got one film. Yeah, I've, I've, I've also got one film, so... So, uh, yeah, do you want to try and... Do you want me to try and get... I don't know, what do you want to do? Do you want to uh, get two, or...? No, 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 go for it. Go for it, mate, because I don't even do think... Do I don't even think my film is the film that he's in, so... I should know more. I just don't... I don't watch westerns. I've never watched westerns. That's like the only. That's like all I know him from. The only thing I could think of, and this he might not even be in this, but the only western I can think of that I know was a remake was True Grit. Oh, nice one! Guessing that he might be in True Grit. Yep, he was in True Grit. Okay. That that was much my guess. Yeah, well done, Ant. Nice, nice, good job, mate. What what did you have, Aaron? Uh, Is he in the Good, the Bad, the Ugly? I have no idea. Uh, I know the thing he's in that one. I know that what's his face is in it, but. No, I don't think he is in the good, the bad, and the ugly. Unfortunately, that's bad. That's, I mean, I should know more of really, but I don't yeah. know. Has he been in anything else other than westerns? Was he? Uh, he was in. Um, uh, I, was, I was just thinking about it then. Uh, a film called The Longest Day, which had pretty much every film star from around the nineteen sixties in it, uh, which is a war film. Uh, yeah, um, you and oh right, you yeah. and John he have seen that. Yeah. yeah. Um, was he in the? Was he in the? Um, uh, Bridge Too Far or not? Uh, not I don't think he's in A Bridge Too Far. No, okay. mainly westerns and a couple of war films. Um, okay. But yeah, so uh, that round goes to Ant. So Sorry, that means that Aaron, you're going first next round. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. So right, if you okay, put so another really old actor or actress up, I'm just going to... No, no, this is going to be a much more... <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm screwed. This one's going to be a much more modern... Actress. Okay, it's coming. This is Queen Latifah. Ah, oh, I was gonna choose Queen Latifah. Ah, oh. this is really bad. Right, so I've got one film. I've got one film. That's it. That's all I've got. I have one as well. I can't think of any others. So Aaron, go for it. Isn't it like taxis or taxi drivers? Or... Oh, uh, yeah. Taxi. Taxi. Yeah, taxi. That's the only one I could think of. There we go. So, oh, a point each. So, she's also American been in talk show. Hairspray, Chicago. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bring It Down the House. The Scream TV series, apparently. Right, so, so it's currently one all. Yeah. 
So it's got a Metacritic score of twenty seven. That film. <laughs> she she has uh, ninety nine actress credits to her name, so she's been in quite a lot. Yeah, I know it's bad, isn't it? For this next one, I'm going to give you a bit more time because I think that you will know probably a few more films. Okay. Can can you give us one that's going to make us look a bit decent? Like we know what we're talking about with films. Yeah, yeah. These last two we've got one each. John Wayne and Queen Latifah. Yeah. I don't think those two names have been said back to back. Um, (laughs) Right. Okay. You ready? Yeah. 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 You need to be ready. Like, make sure you don't get hand cramp. Yeah. Okay. It's coming over now. So this is Nicolas Cage. Did you know that Nicolas Cage was married for 14 days? Nicolas Cage. There's some information about him that we need to talk about, actually, um, <laughs> on this pod, because it's... Oh, four days. That's Gosh. insane. What happened? Gosh, he's had four wives. Oh, mate. Well, after this, we're going to do a deep dive. We're going to do a deep dive on old, old Nicolas Cage. Um, I, I think I, can, I can't get any more. I've got Seven, one. six, five, four, three, two, one. Right. So, who's going this time? Who's first? Is it? It's right. And supposed to go. I go. Right. So, if, if I say a number and Aaron says a number, can I come back on that? No, 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 no. You need to tell me you're a mine, and then I need to say if I can beat it. If I can beat it, then I'll, I'll go. You can't, you can't uh, try and beat me, beat me, because then we could just be like, well, I think I could do. Uh... It's a game of, it's yeah, it's like an auction, then, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Ten. Ten. Oh, uh, I could, yeah, I haven't got ten. So. That's a healthy number. That's a good. There's one more. I can't think what it is. That's a good I've, I've, of mine. Got... Yeah. Okay. It? Yeah. Um, there should be more. I should have. I should have known more of these because there's definitely more in there somewhere. I just. I just think about Nicolas Cage and I picture him all sorts of outfits. Yeah. Suddenly <laughs> pop into my head. Yeah. So you got uh, first one, Vampire's Kiss. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. That's one I couldn't think of. I just put Vamp. Connor. Yeah. yeah. Mandy. Yeah. The Weatherman. Yeah. National Treasure. Yeah. Oh, National Rock. Treasure. Yeah. Ghost Rider. Yep. Yeah. Face off. Yep. Spider-Man to the Spider-Verse. Yep. Bad, Lute- Bad Lieutenant. Bad Lieutenant. Uh, yeah, yeah, he is a nice New Orleans. Yeah. New Orleans yeah, he is. Uh, and then actually, I just remembered one more, which has gone in six seconds. Oh, nice. And then the other one that, that I wasn't sure about, I couldn't remember what the name of it was. So I'm just going to... Well, there's the one... There's, there's the. Um, you beat me anyway. I know. Well, yeah, you... Uh, there's the one um, the one where he takes the baby I can't think what it's called uh, where he's after the, he's got the baby and he's running around with the baby it's the it's the um, the Co- the uh, Coen Brothers film what's it called I can't remember what it's called and then there's the one I can remember as well which is I think it's 9-11 or Twin Towers or something where he goes he's the, he's the plays a fireman World Trade Centre that's it the World Trade Centre yeah. yeah he's also in an adaptation he's in it's the, the space in colour and the Wicker Man. Yeah. Wicker Man. Yeah, say Wicker. I thought that'd be top of your list. I thought about that one. I was trying to think of all those that he was Lord in. Lord of War. 
Oh, Grindhouse. Good, good, good film, good film. Eight millimeter. Raising Raising Arizona. That was oh, what a gr- also great film, Raising Arizona. I couldn't think of what yeah, what it was in, but it was that one. Leaving Las Vegas. Leaving Las Vegas. Yeah. So, He's in a yeah. lot. He's to be fair, like I got I got seven, so I'm not too like and three of those and didn't get. So. so Ants on two, Aaron's on one. So yeah. Right, let's get let's get your next round up. If Ant wins this, then he just wins, right? He wins the round. Yeah. I think. Say so best of five. Okay. Um, that was a good one, that, Johnny. That was a good one. He, he's a very memorable guy, isn't he? Because <laughs> at, at first, like, when you said it... Oh, wait, before we go, before we go, right. Do you all know who, like, Nicolas Cage is, like, related to? Right? It's, um... It's thing is it's director. What's yeah, Ford, Ford yeah. Coppola. Ford, Ford, Ford Francis yeah. Ford Coppola. Yeah, so he's like related to like all the Coppolas. He's also related to Coppola. Jason Schwartzman. Like yeah, they're a big family. This they? yeah, that family are just like they stink of films. Stink. <laughs> like it's crazy, yeah. crazy. Okay, right. Okay, it's coming. So this one is probably known more recently for his advertorial work. Oh, big. it is Kevin Bacon. I literally don't know any films he's in. Go. Um, Kevin Bacon's only been married once. Still married. Can you have just said like Paul Rudd or something? Just something like where like I'm actually going to be able to. Like press lips going on. <laughs> I was getting mixed up with um, that other fella, that other ghost. Patrick Swayze. Oh, yeah, that would be that'd be pretty funny. Oh, so then you would have thought he's in that. What's that one with like the like the dance one as well? The time of a lifetime. What's the where Flash they dance. do the thing at the end? Where they no, it's I like I don't give him tips. No, it's the one where like he's not in it. It's just it's what's you got seventeen seconds. I'm I'm thinking of just Patrick Swayze in that film where like he does the lift for the girl dirty, and everyone dancing. That's it. Everyone's pretty really famous. I've never seen it. But four, three, two, one. Right, that's it. Cool. Hold on, I'm just literally writing my last one. But Ant's beating me. I know he has. So so. This time it is it's me. Aaron, Aaron going first. So Aaron, how many have you got? Right, one, two, three, three, three. And how many have you got? Three, three. Ooh, I think I've got one last one, but I don't think he's in it. But you know, whatever. So if Aaron takes this, then it's a tie break. Yeah. And then there's one more round. Right. That's really annoying. So he was in he was in Footloose, right? Yeah. Yeah. He was in Friday the thirteenth. Was he? Pretty sure he's in Friday the thirteenth. And he was like, didn't he get stabbed? Let's and find I'm sure out. He's, he's probably in Friday the thirteenth too, right? I don't remember. I don't, I don't yeah, he is in Friday the thirteenth. Is he in the second one? Friday the thirteenth. Um Round two. Have a see. Wait, is that your guess? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, three films. Yeah, I think he's only in. I think he's <sighs> only in one Friday the Thirteenth film. Damn it! Uh, okay, wait. I've got some other like other ones that. <laughs> no, that's not how it works. <laughs> right, he's probably in something like A Few Good Men. 
<laughs> if he's not in a few good men, he's probably in some sort of war film, and then he, he might have been in pretty <laughs> in some pink. sort of war film. Do I get to have a go now? Because he just he, he, Aaron messed up. Um, yeah, yeah, I yeah, think, I think like you've kind is of he in, is he in a, is he in a few good men? I'm curious actually because I, I was thinking, trying to think of a war film. Like, I, I knew I could picture him in a, a military uniform, but I couldn't think. What yeah, he's was. in a few good men. He plays oh, Captain then Jack I've got Ross. Three. He is in it. Mm-hmm. Oh, then I got three. Booyah! Ow! Yeah, but you got one wrong. So yeah, how's that? You were saying Friday the thirteenth, too, yeah. or was that on your sheet? <laughs> so I put right. I'll read my list. Right, here's my list: Footloose, Jason, slash Mask Guy. Oh <laughs> no, Friday the Thirteenth, probably in one, two, and three. Mobile adverts, A Few Good Men. If not A Few Good Men, probably some sort of war film. <laughs> Maybe in Pretty in Pink. That's my list. That's literally my list. Oh, I think he might be in Pretty. Pre- no, he's not. He's not in Pretty in Pink. Um, but if I so. You got come on, Fair give enough. it to me. That was uh, like, uh, yeah, yeah, that was such a flipping. Mine, my, my two. So I got footloose, obviously. My two. My, the, the first one was Tremors. That was oh, Tremors. Tr- mm-hmm. great film, man. And then the, the the callback that he was only in it for a tiny amount. I don't even know if he's credited, but it was in Animal House. Animal House. I watched it at the cinema on Mystery Movie Night. I was like, oh, there's. Let's get a bacon. bacon. Well, I could recommend The Woodsman. That's a, a good Kevin Bacon film. Uh, Apollo 13 is also pretty good. Oh, flip. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so it's because you, th- you think of you think of Tom Hanks, don't you, in that film? Uh, yeah, Tom Hanks. He so. he fills a lot of space, doesn't he? Right. Okay. So it's two all. I just want to keep right and well done and Aaron for just pulling some of these films out of our arses. Because <laughs> yeah. like really. <laughs> A few good men was a good, good one, and Friday the Thirteenth. I, I don't think I've ever watched that. Though, so oh, yeah, yeah, it's good, good, good pull. Is he like the main character in it? I've no idea. Is he like? Isn't wasn't what's his face the main character in it? Tom Cruise. He's, the thing is, Kevin Bacon's such a he's such a well known actor. I thought he'd be a lot more things that I could think of, but I couldn't picture anymore. The problem yeah. is, all I could keep thinking was E.E. Yeah, just E.E. Adverts. It's like, oh gosh, Kevin. I thought because at first I had um, I had what's it called uh. What's the one? Donnie Darko, but then I realised that was Patrick Swayze. <laughs> yeah. So. Right. Cancelled that out. For your final one. Yeah. We are going to be taking a trip down memory lane. Mm-hmm. No. And we will be going back to our very first episode. Um, Sandra Bullock. Go. It's Sandra Bullock. Sandra Bullock's been married once. What is this? Your obsession with celebrity marriages? He's married to a guy called Jesse James for five years. An American entrepreneur. Are we including sequels? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that, about that sequel. Thank you. Uh, uh, she was named... Uh, People's Most Beautiful Woman and was included in Times 100 Most Influential People in the World in 2010. Five, four, three, two, one, time. Right, so it goes back to Ant, I think. I think you'll beat me on this, Ant. Okay, I think I'm gonna say 
Nine. Nine for Ant. Yeah, yeah, you smashed me, mate. I, I ain't got nine. Okay, I'm going to say 11, actually, because there's two that I'm not sure of. Two I'm not sure of. I mean, like, you're potentially doing yourself out of a win here. But I'm going to say nine. I'm going to say nine. <laughs> okay. I'm not, not stupid. You know, yeah, I was going to say, you know that you're beating me, so. Okay. So. Miss Congeniality. Yeah. yeah. Ocean's 8. Yeah. Bird Box. Yeah. Yeah. Speed. Yeah. Speed 2. Yeah. Yeah. The Blind Side. Ah. Oh, yeah. Nice. Heat. She, oh, I don't know if she's in heat. Heat. Not heat. Not heat. It's called The Heat. The heat. <laughs> Very close. Oh, heat. you're right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Gravity. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Nice. And then that's that's my that's my main list. And then these are the ones that I wasn't sure of. Um, serendipity. You're only on seven at the minute. And it's not. not it's eight. not coming up. I'm on eight. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. I'm on eight. Serendipity. I don't think so. Is it a TV show? I don't. No, it's a film. Oh, it's not her. Oh gosh. Maybe. But that doesn't matter because that was that was not part of the ones I was saying, is it? I've got Practical Magic and Ghostbusters, but I wasn't sure about Ghostbusters either. Practical Magic, I'm pretty sure she's in. Ghostbusters. Is she in that? I don't think so. I have she's in Practical Magic. I have seven, by the way, so... She's not in Ghostbusters. Is she not in Ghostbusters? No. The new one? I thought she might have been. Well, I got... And she's she's in Practical Magic. Oh, nice. Right, so he's got, he's got nine then. Yeah. Skin of your teeth. So you, you could have said Miss Congeniality 2, and Because oh, she's in that too. And she's also in Crash. That was the one I couldn't think of. I knew there was it was a film with a car, and and there was two films at the same time called Crash, and there was one made by some one was controversial, one wasn't. I couldn't remember which one she was in. I just couldn't remember what it was called. So that means so. the winner this week is Ant. Congratulations. Well done, Ant. You know what? Right. In about maybe 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 she wouldn't be this good. My daughter has the most amazing memory, like way better than mine. And uh, if she had any movie knowledge, she'd be battering me right now. <laughs> she's like, honestly, like, every, she keep, like, she's two and a half. And tonight, oh, she was like, sing me a song, daddy. So I was trying to sing, sing her a song and I couldn't remember the start of the song. And she reminded me of it. And just like, she does it all the time. Where she just, oh, she's very, very clever. Anyway, right, this is a podcast about films. So let's let's uh, move on. Uh, so right, we've done our we've done our beautiful quiz. Thank you, Johnny. Yeah. Uh, and uh, let's move on to the main event. Let's chat about Jungle Book. Right, so we all watched this this week, didn't we? Jungle Book. Uh, after yeah. Uh, after no, I just watched that Daniel Radcliffe film. <laughs> Jungle. This is the. Uh, I should have probably uh, mentioned this last week. This is the original Jungle Book, not the remake. Well, yeah. I mean, if you haven't this, if you haven't heard of this film or know who you know what haven't watched it, 
I'll give you a brief synopsis just in case. So, uh, Jungle Book from 1967. Uh, it's obviously from Walt Disney, and uh, it's the film uh, is basically a, a centers around um, a panther who rescues a young uh, boy, uh, a man cub, as they refer all the animals refer to him, and uh, they rescue him, and he grows up uh, as part of the uh, wolf pack. And then um, the, the animals basically decide, or the wolf pack decides, that they need to take him home. He needs to, he needs to go back to his village so he can be raised, to be, so he can become a man, basically, uh, and he doesn't really belong in a jungle. And the story goes, is is him on his, uh, with the panther taking him back. Is it Bagheera? Yeah, taking him Bagheera, back. Bagheera, yeah. And uh, he runs into Baloo the bear and has... Uh, yeah, there's and then there's also this tiger called Shere Khan who's doesn't like uh, people and wants to get uh, little Mo- um, little Mowgli. Uh, it's directed by Wolfgang Rieferman, who um, I believe did a bunch of the sort of Walt Disney classics. He did uh, one hundred and one Dalmatians, The Sword in the Stone, and The Jungle Book, and The Aristocats, yeah. and Robin Hood. And the rescuers. A lot, lot, lot of the original, um, original Disney uh, stock. I think it was also, I think it was also animated by uh, some of the original animators of Disney, um, and the cast. You know, a lot of people would probably wouldn't hear a lot of these people, but they're, they're really really big at the time, um, and they've got amazing uh, voices, which pretty much make the film. So you got Phil Harris as Blue the Bear. Uh, Sebastian uh, Cabot as uh, Bagheera the, the Panther, Bruce Riverman as Mowgli, George Sanders as the uh, very very uh, like recognizable Shere Khan. You just like as soon as you hear that voice, you're like, oh, it's Shere Khan. Uh, Sterling Holloway as the Snake, and then Louis Prima as uh, King Louis uh, of the Apes. Do you know who Sterling also voices? Sterling Holloway. Mm-hmm. Uh, I imagine is it Winnie the Pooh? It's Winnie the Pooh. Yeah, yeah, it did sound like him. Do you not think they sound exactly the same? And yeah, it's really it's weird similar, because yeah, like it's a snit. You're like, wait, you're supposed yeah, to be a lovely tone bear. Is so <laughs> it's totally so different that it just totally doesn't. I don't know, it fits quite well, I thought. Um, but yeah, sorry, I just thought I'd interject there with, uh, with a little bit of uh, information about what this what the film was. Uh, so this was also. Um, the last film that Walt Disney worked on directly had a you know, direct impact on because he died during the making of the film. Um, and then the, the film was dedicated to him uh, once it came out. And it did really well. Um, one of the things people were worried about was when he died, you know, was the, was the animation department going to get... Uh, what was going to happen to that? Because obviously, you know, Disney was big for uh, their parks at that point as well. But it did really well and it was a big hit at the box office. Right, so yeah, sorry. So, um, so the first question is, yeah, did you guys watch this as a kid, as a child? Was it a bit of a childhood uh, sort of classic that you watched, or is it something that you didn't really get to with and, and you just watched as part of this podcast? I think most you- people saw this film. Like, I'm pretty sure they did a re-release onto video, and McDonald's did uh, toys from the film, oh, right, okay. I think. Um, because like when when uh, like these old Disney films were being re-released, uh, they did a bit of a like a McDonald's push when like VHS was coming out. Pretty sure. 
Um, yeah, didn't they like they re-release them a whole bunch of times when we were younger, like VHS, and whenever they came to DVD, the, the DVD re-release. So this was released on that in nineteen ninety three in the UK on VHS. So this is right at the right point probably for for our generation. I think I w- I would have been four watching this on VHS. So it's just just there. That that for me that that's what I remember of watching this film. I specifically remember watching it at my grandparents' house and watching it quite a bit and it being very attached to my grandparents because I remember they had the book as well and just like I remember like that was when I think of this film I think of my grand, grand grandparents and my cousins all sat sat around watching it. Um, so yeah, it's got really like strong sort strong links to my childhood. How about you, Aaron? Yeah, I mean, I think. Like, I remember watching it. I don't, it wasn't like one that like, I was like quite, I vividly remember. Obviously remember it because like, I've seen most of the, this generation of, of Disney films about a million times. Like, but I think I remember watching like one on one, 101 Dalmatians and Robin Hood more or Sword in the Stone. That, that sort of sticks out in my memory. Well, but then, you know, it's like, because I don't even really remember Sleeping Beauty. I don't really remember snow white but i do remember like um jungle book more than them Um, i don't think ever yeah i never really watched those ones to be honest oh and peter pan obviously like i don't don't think i've watched peter pan either i think for me it was jungle book and um sword and stone was definitely one i think at that i think a couple years later it was lion king that was the big one for me for me getting lion king i got got like a pirated vhs VHS copy of it it was terrible quality and I was just, I loved it anyway, because I didn't care. Uh, pirated but, but VHS like, copy in the 90s is going to be pretty yeah. rough. <laughs> like, the Lion King, because obviously that was like quite a new one, and like Pocahontas, like I remember them really, really vividly because we went to see them in the cinema. Like, oh, and Lady and the Tramp, because that was one of my mum's. Wait, you went to see Lion King in the cinema? Lion King came out in 1994. Yeah. I was like six. Six. It's probably one of my oh, first uh, cinema uh, trips. Cinema experiences, yeah. Yeah, I, I remember. I remember going. I remember going to see that. I remember. I think I remember going to see Pocahontas. I definitely in the remember seeing Pocahontas because went with my nan, and she was she found it hilarious that the main guy was called John Smith and that they couldn't come up <laughs> with a more original name. <laughs> um, well, I mean, uh, I don't really know. Like, Beauty and the Beast was out around then. I think that was kind of one of the main ones I had on video and watched quite a bit. Um, but you know, even like this film and various other like, I mean, and obviously you being a parent, like, as you know, do you, have you used this film to watch with Annabelle? Like, you? So yeah, I I, I put this on the other day because um, obviously we've been watching it for the podcast. I, I mean, I've seen it a million times. I, I watched it actually because I watched the remake. We'll talk about it later. But I watched the remake when it came out. And then straight after, maybe a month afterwards, I was like, I want to watch the original because it's so much better. So I watched the original and I was like, oh yeah, this is great. That was, that was maybe a year or two ago. So I I knew I knew what, I can remember quite clearly what, what it was like, but I put it on for Annabelle a couple of days ago. And she, I mean, at the moment, she's not really watching films. She can't really, she can get about 20 minutes into a film, 25 minutes, and then she gets bored and mm-hmm. wants to put something else on. So we're watching like Toy Stories at the moment and stuff like that. But I put this on with her. And um, she got about 20 minutes in. She was asking about, oh, the little boy, he's lost his parents. Uh, and she was asking about <laughs> the animals and stuff. And then, But then she was just like, I think you got to the bit with, the, I think the snake turned up at one point. And she was just like, 
Daddy, this film's weird. <laughs> it's weird, Daddy. Can I watch something else? And I was like, yeah, okay, fine. We've put something else on. So she's still a bit too young for it, but she, yeah. she was captivated by it at the start. But definitely, um, it's funny because it we put Frozen on today because it snowed, though, as we thought. I put, put Frozen on for it. And the, the, these two films both have quite long intros. Mm. Yeah. Before It has a lot of musical intros before it gets to the actual, like, right, crooks of the film. And she has no patience for that. She's like, she's just like, Daddy. Put the film on that day. I was like, okay, fine. <laughs> Skip forwards. It's the YouTube generation. Isn't it? But um, yeah, so so yeah, yeah. I mean, I think I think she's still a bit too young for it, but I think maybe four or five. I think it's perfect age, really. Yeah, I think like um, yeah, definitely the pacing in the first one or two minutes where it's just kind of introducing the scenes and there's that kind of unusual soundtrack. I think it's like a flute or a clarinet kind of playing a yeah. main lead. It's just well, this was back in the day where they had to put the credits at the front, didn't they? Otherwise, they got fined by the um, by the, the the guild or whatever the the, the actors guild uh. Uh, or screen writers guild. I can't remember what it was, but yeah, it's like Star Wars is one of the first ones not to do that, um, which he got fined for or whatever. But yeah, that's why a lot of these older films have like really long intros where you sort of sit and watch for the credits. Um, yeah, that's it. Like even though it's it's a fairly short film in like comparison to today's standards, like it was the pace was fairly kind of laid back and it wasn't kind of rushing to get through scenes and stuff. It was happy to stick around and like the scenes kind of lasted for quite a while. Yeah. Yeah. So obviously we all watch this on Disney plus, I'm assuming. Yeah. 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 Um, Yeah. So on Disney plus now for a lot of the older films that were made, you know, 50 odd years ago, uh, which are not necessarily, um, I guess, as uh what's the word they're not maybe as sensitive to certain um issues as they are now uh there's a, a warning at the start of this film which i think it basically just says that there's some um, racial stereotypes that they don't agree with that that were wrong at the time and they're wrong now and they want to make sure that people understand that they find that they you know, find issues with these but they still want people to be able to go back and watch because you know it's historically important and also they are good films, but obviously there's, there's issues with them. So I, I, we talked about this before the podcast. I don't think we need to go too deep into it because I think it's just we're probably not the right people to talk about this anyway. But um, so so from what I understand, I mean I looked into this quite a bit because I was curious what you know. It doesn't give you an explanation at the start what the actual issues are. It just says just sort of says you know there's this. Um, culture it's inappropriate uh and i looked into it and had a quick look online and there's some articles some poorly written articles you know that don't really give a good understanding of what it is but i think the crux of it is basically that the um you know there was there was there was monkeys uh and apes in the original book and then disney came along and adapted the book and then they added the character of king louis so king louis is the is the the, the issue really uh, that that people have of it, and it's basically uh, because uh, they decided to to give obviously they wanted to make a musical. They decided to give this this character uh, a uh, his own song, and then they decided to choose for the apes and the monkeys a um, the sort of Dixie. I think it's called Dixieland uh, jazz sort of um, style of music. And even though they picked a you know a white jazz musician, uh, Louis Primer, just the fact that they've like decided, oh, there's a bunch, you know, we've got a lot of uh, monkey characters that we want to write for. What sort of music 
should we give the should we you know just, just choose for them and they decided to go down the the jazz musician uh, route which obviously has issues with because obviously uh, it has racial issues with uh black people and them being referred to as monkeys and stuff so like obviously that's really bad and obviously now it doesn't really it would never get never tell like that obviously the, with the remake they changed a lot of that but um it took me a little bit of reading to understand what the issue was but yeah it's primarily around the the, the choice of music and um sort of picking that uh style of music for uh for the for king louis and um yeah i think it's fair to put that warning in um because you know it it, it is looking at it, it it is like obviously a it's a obviously it's a film that came out came out 50 years ago but where they were coming from, obviously, like they could have chose anything else they wanted to. They could have, they could have any sort of type of music, and they went with sort of a a uh, African American style, uh, you know, that was yeah a, a jazz style which was originated from Af- African American people, which is obviously not a good choice. So I mean, we didn't want to go into too much detail on that because there's probably more people who are better equipped to talk about this stuff. But um, yeah, I think. For me, it just I just just last thing to mention. Obviously, I'm a white guy. I don't have, I've never dealt with any of these issues. So for me, going into it, I've never it never ever occurred to me as being an issue because I have no context for jazz music. I, I, all I've seen is as a kid growing up is a great song uh, that I thought I really enjoyed and you know brilliantly funny animation. So yeah. Um, I don't know if you guys want to mention anything else for that. Or the, yeah. the only thing, I, the only thing I would say is like I think, obviously, when I was younger and, and I didn't notice it, um, that's a shame, and it's good now that like we are all like at a point now where we can see it and we might miss some of it in other films or other parts of media, but at least like as a as a people. Um, like we're becoming more aware of things like this and we're able to call it out and it's a good thing that it's being addressed rather than sort of being either just played out or put away you know um it's really difficult because i really like the song and i really like the 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 film but it's it's tricky because obviously you can't deny that they've you know they've made a bad choice on that but i don't know I guess the the only thing that Disney can do at the moment is put that warning out there, and I'm glad they haven't removed the film or anything because I think, like I was saying before to you guys, there's plenty worse films that Disney have made for this sort of thing uh, that we don't need to get into. But anyway, should we move on, or do you want to talk about anything else? Without, nope. No, anything else you want? We move on. So, so um, I guess with the film, uh, what what were the thing like, for me? Like the story isn't that detailed, really. It's fairly simple story, isn't it? It's you know the, the not a lot that actually happens. It's just really the kid, uh, the, the animal's trying to take the kid back to his to his village, and then Shere Khan getting involved, and there's a bit of hijinks here and there. But like in terms of like the for me, it's the characters really, and the and and the songs and stuff that really make the film. Without that, I don't think there's much of a film here. So I was just wondering what what sort of what were your favorite parts of the film, favorite characters, and just just yeah, what did you like about the film basically? So my favorite like thing about Jungle Book is not the uh, sing-along musical songs but the actual just score I just think it's a really interesting 
Really nice score. It's done by what outside outside of the song. Yeah, the outside songs. of the actual songs. So the the score is done by George Bruns, who's done a load of other uh, Disney scores like Robin Hood, Sleeping Beauty, Sword in the Stone. Pretty much all the same ones as the director of the film. Um, and it's just a really unusual um, score, and he's trying to like depict the jungle. Um, with his choice of instruments and, um, you know, still using a classical uh, orchestra to to um, write the score with, but it's just really interesting. I've been listening to the soundtrack today and I think it's probably one of, out of all the films that we've um, spoken about on the podcast, I think it's probably maybe the second or third best soundtrack um, of them. Um of the animation films? No, of, of all the films that we've just in general that we've right, okay. uh, focused on, uh, just with the uh, the background music. I, yeah, I think my dad's actually got it on CD, and we've listened to it uh, when we've been having dinner sometimes. So. That's cute. So yeah, um, but I I watched the film with headphones on, and I I agree as well. Like I thought the music was absolutely beautiful. I was just like mm-hmm. this. It's one of the things that maybe if you put it on in the background, you just watch. Yeah, you might not necessarily. But if you really like listen to it properly and like give you, you know focus on it, it is. It's yeah, only second it's, to it's David beautiful. Copperfield because that's like my top favorite score of films that we've uh, watched as a as a focus watch for the podcast. Mm. Um, but one of the um, the directions for um, for George Bruns when he was uh, writing the score was to find find scary places. And write fun songs, which I think is quite a nice um, headspace to to write music in. So, um, so yeah, I really like that. And out of the musical songs, I really like the one with the snake. Hmm. Really, that's interesting. Because yeah. the the way that yeah, the way that the animation works with that song, where he's kind of like walking down the snake on steps and. Um, he's like being put up in the air and back down. I just think it's like really clever. Like I prefer that to the more kind of in your face, like oh, okay, um, bare necessities and stuff like that. Because one of my points, maybe I was going to mention later on, was like how for me the film is really really good up until the snake song, and then. The, the vulture song I wasn't a fan of either, and then and then after that it's good, it gets good as well. But there's a bit of a dull, uh, a bit of a lull in the in the middle for me at that point, which I sort of just if I'm like, I've, I've, I usually just sort of like I watched in the past, I sort of switch off a little bit on that point. But um, I mean, I think the the, the nice songs, but I just for me, I just that's not what I enjoy about the film. But that's cool. I'm glad you I'm glad you like that because it's just interesting to, that you've got a completely different like you, know, you like part different parts of the film than me, which is cool. How about you, Aaron? So, like, you? obviously, obviously, it's going to be the case that Disney have access to the best songwriters and best, like, sort of top um, composers. But for me, like, how they nail it time and time again with, like, a top pop song, like, the bear necessities, the fact that he's a bear, like, just 
basically hitting you know hitting the nail on the head yeah. and then even when they you know even to the point you know where you go to lion king or pocahontas or later disney films like frozen like those songwriters are always so flipping good man they're always well, so they're good. not always good if you've watched frozen 2 you'll know that it's not, right. not always as good but like yeah they're, 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 it's amazing how how good they uh can be yeah like very very like, good like, strong like it's it's like a strong strong you know whatever um like even the vultures being the beatles like i thought it was a pretty nice little nod like obviously they weren't the beatles but you know they were nodding to the beatles um well they were supposed to be the beatles weren't they because how did they, they want they, them to be the beatles yeah well they they they, they um the, the beatles manager i think i can't remember his name um he approached disney about getting them in the film Class. The film and then they made, they designed the the, the vultures and stuff all, uh, and they basically built the film, uh, the scene around it, it being the Beatles, and then I think it was John Lennon uh, vetoed it and said he didn't want to do it. Um, of, course, of course, John Lennon vetoed it. Didn't no. decide he didn't want to do it. No. So then they they had to go and find people who were, there was. I think there was like one that's supposed to be very similar to George Harrison. Then there's a few of us that weren't quite Beatles, but um, so they got sort of in the same range, and then they also had to write a new song and it was they went for sort of a barber you know uh, what's it called uh, a the barbershop barbershop quartet sort of thing or uh, yeah so yeah originally it was supposed to be the Beatles which I think would have been quite fun actually it's kind of sad they didn't do it isn't it because like like because Jungle Book is so like it's such a classic that it would have been kind of nice to see them in that mm. um, but what's what are your guys favourite songs well I'm all, all of Disney. No, out of the Jungle Book. Oh, bare necessities. Bare necessities. Oh no, I don't know that because that that one at the, right at the end. I will fetch the ward has been stuck in my head for like <laughs> so yeah. many hours now. Like I've been singing it all day. E- even though, even though, like it is the part of the film that is like highlighted as being racist, the King Louis song I just absolutely love. Like I don't know, it's just so much fun. I guess. I don't, I don't really listen to jazz much either, and like, I guess like, it makes me want to go listen to jazz and so like, I don't know. It's just like I love, I love like, the, just like it's it's the way it's even just like the the way that the scenes unfold and stuff. And it's just how energetic it is and like how like you know like how the the, the temples falling falling apart around them and all the sort of like it's, it sort of feels a bit like an episode of Scooby Doo in certain parts as well. But um, like just because running around chasing each other and stuff, but. Yeah, like that song is amazing. Obviously, Burst Cities is great as well. I mean, there's just there are a lot of them are really. What's good. the worst um, song? I would say the the Vulture song. Vulture, Vulture yeah. song. Not not keen on the Vulture song. Obviously, I've just got a new TV, so that's also like a big thing. But like, oh, nice. The the um the quality. Of the art mm. it was insane. Oh, it's, it. yeah. it's insane how good it looks. It's insane. Like when it started. If you, think, if you think about how they had to do it as well, like it was just like it's insane. Know, had yeah. And like I love the fact that there was loads of like nice still shots of just like there's like a particular shot where it's like moon and you see like a lagoon and then like there's like a the moon's above it and it's like there's like shining on the water and it just sort of sits there for a while. It's like before like Bagheera and Blue have like a talk about taking Mowgli to. That, that he needs to take Mogu to the, the man yeah. village and like I was just sat there watching it like this is, looks so beautiful this looks so mm. beautiful like what 
it looks amazing. I'm like, it's the same with like loads of Disney films. I'm like the color range and like how they like the just the imagination for like the character design. Oh man, so good, so good. So, um, I was really like really surprised by that. I think my favorite film in the scene, like sorry, my favorite scene in the film is um the bit right at the end where like. Mowgli's like going in and he's like being like tranced by the girl or whatever and he just turns around and puts his hands up and goes mm, and gives you that smile <laughs> yeah, and I'm like that's not how that would go but I, it's just uh, funny it's just it was, well, he's got a crush in there he's just like oh, someone like me so weird he's singing a beautiful, beautiful song yeah um, I mean like yeah in terms of story there's not much there in terms of story but um, yeah like I also really like the, the elephants are quite fun as well oh yeah top. Just, like good, good humour um, I mean like like the animation obviously it's not like there's not a lot going on. Like it's very much like the, the sort of basic, not basic, but like the the they're not they're not like obviously for the time it's it was amazing, and I think it still holds up now. But it's just because it's just good quality yeah animation, and it's just like it's not doing anything super flashy or anything. It's just beautiful. Uh, it looks you know really really really, really beautiful. Uh, the only, my only question after the end is just like, did you guys watch the remake that they did, and just what your thoughts were on that? They did. They did two remakes, didn't they? They came out around the same time. It was time. Mowgli uh, well, and yeah, uh, Lion King. Were, yeah, there was a Disney remake of of Jungle Book. Yeah, and then uh, and then also Warner Brothers did a, a a film based on the Jungle Book, the the, the book, because I think that was now in that's now uh, public property that people can do work, you know, can come up with. Uh, I saw. I saw the, the King Louis scene in the new Disney version just to see how it compared. But yeah, but yeah. Oh, so you haven't seen that? No, you just saw, just saw that scene. Um, seemed very like toned down. It just seemed to be a completely different take on that scene. Obviously, they wanted to change it, but keep it. Yeah, they pretty much changed. They pretty much changed most of how that scene worked out. Yeah. There are there are some YouTube videos like showing like side by sides of the different scenes and stuff. Mm. Aaron, did you watch it or is it? Is it I saw the music? I saw the original. I saw the 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 Disney remake. Like oh, okay. I, in terms of like all of the remakes so far, that was the only one that I enjoyed. <laughs> so I I, have, I didn't see the Lion King remake. I didn't see Aladdin. I don't think I saw the Aladdin remake. I've always, I've only seen the Jungle Book, and I pretty much, I watched that and I was like, I'm not gonna watch any of these remakes, which is pretty bad. I think you should do, but. For me, it just didn't have the soul of like of the original, and just didn't have. It just, it, I just, I just would rather watch the original because it's just for me, it's just a much be- better film. Um, and the, I guess the reasons when you, I mean, I don't, I don't want to like slam it too hard because they're trying to do a different thing. They're not trying to just make the same film exactly, which is good, I suppose. But for me, the original film, it's all about the music and the the, the voice actors, like. Are so iconic mm. that then when they redid it, they had to try and change it up and give it a different tone, and it just never fitted with it for me. Yeah. And um, like Bill Murray doing the like, it's just too kind of yeah. cool and arty for that. The dude who played no, wait, the dude who played Blue in the first one is exactly the same kind of actor though. Like he's the same dude. He's very like of the time. He's he was massive and he was like the cool guy. Like. So yeah, I just don't think. I don't think, know. Like you, you, you clutching. I just think Bill Murray's a bit too, probably a bit too just laid back. Yeah. I don't know. And it like it just didn't like really match up to the animation. Like, 
Well, I think the problem is is like the, they're going so much for realism that the 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 animals it's sort of it's sort of odd watching them doing mm. these sort of things. Yeah, yeah, also, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no emotion in the faces. Because obviously they can't do that because they have to make it look like the actual. Because I watched some behind the scenes about that film, and they were saying basically that they did everything they could to not have any sort of human characteristics in the faces in terms of how they animate and stuff. It was all based on um, actual animals. Which as soon as you do that, obviously you never you're not you're gonna have a disconnect that you're not gonna have that emotional connection with them as much. Um, I know like my wife liked it, I'm pretty sure, and it reviewed fairly well. But I just think. Yeah, I would, like it was fine, but I would much rather would watch the original. So that's just that's just me. Um, See, I mean, I, I like I think there was definitely enjoyable bits of it. Uh, and Idris being Shere Khan was pretty cool. Like, it, I mean, like the, yeah, the cast like Scott Jansen, Idris Elba, Ben Kingsley, John Favreau, Favreau, uh, Christopher Walken, um, the guy who plays Gus Fring. I'm not even going to try and pronounce his name. Bill Murray, like, it's a top cast, but... I, I think as well, like, we are from a generation where the animated stuff, the cartoon stuff, like, has that sort of twilight, you know, that twinkle in your eyes, like, it's like, ooh, that was really nice, like, and I think, because it, a big thing for me is the new Ghibli film is animated. Um, and I think... What do you mean animated? Like as in like CGI. CGI, yeah, CGI. And I think, you know, despite what we revere and think about, and obviously I'm not saying there's not a place for cartoons because I do think that, but I think there must be some reason why they're going down the that, animated that, route. That, that's not what I'm saying though. I'm not saying that CGI is bad. No, 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 no. Because I, I, I'm saying... I mean, obviously Pixar is like amazing and what they do is amazing. What I'm saying is I think them trying to be as realistic as possible with the with these with these animals and stuff just doesn't it means that you have this disconnect and you don't have the but i don't know but then but that's because you've seen the original and you have this like you have this like thing for the original but if you were like i don't know say it's interesting to know isn't it? i guess yeah. in like 30 years we can we can find yeah out. exactly we don't yeah but we don't that's something we don't we're know like, do we tired. Like, I, like my gut is though I just don't think it works as well but yeah fair enough but it I did mean. review pretty well and kids enjoyed it I think like it's one of those things that's like I think that's where the industry's going are we just missing it like are we missing I, this or but the, then my, my, the anecdote I know of is uh, my wife went to watch Lion King with my uh, her sister-in-law her uh, stepsister and her daughter her daughter was like I think five I think about five around that eight around that time, maybe four. She's a bit too young for it, probably anyway. But the whole time, she didn't know who any of the animals were because they all looked exactly the same. Yeah. <laughs> she's she watched Lion King, so you know she was just asking constantly who which lion was which, and because they all looked exactly the same because of all those lions. Anyway, I don't want to ba- I don't want to badger on about how I didn't like that film, but I thought it was men- I thought we should mention it. Um, that yeah, I just I think. The, the, I think for me that what makes the Jungle Book good is the is the music, and saying that, I should probably go watch that Mowgli film, the one that they did, and see what if that's done in a bit, you know, done any differently, because I've heard that reviewed quite well as well. Mm. So, yeah, it just came out around the same time. I was like, ah, no, I'm good. Um, yeah. Anyway. Right. Shall we? Uh, shall we 
get to the end of this podcast and we can discuss this where it ranks and all that in a, in a future episode. But yeah. before we get to there, Aaron, you're the uh, you're the man with the next film. I know, I know. And I've uh, got four films that I want to choose between. Just <sighs> right. go with your gut, mate. Just go with your gut. Oh no, because my gut is. <laughs> Think. I'm looking at it right now. I think I'm going to choose the Lego movie. Really? Interesting. Okay. Yeah, maybe. The Lego that's movie. A, that's a good choice. I was expecting, honestly, I thought, because I know how much you loved Wally, I thought you're going to go with Wally. So the reason I didn't choose Wally is because it's a Disney film. <laughs> it's not, it's a Pixar yeah. film. I mean, they're, it's the same. They're, it's the, they're no, one no, of the same. Not. They're one of the no, same, dude. They're, 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 they're basically. Not. They're not. It's they're like saying Marvel's not Disney. No. No, Pix. Well, it's not because Pixar is its own studio and Disney has its own animation studios. They're separate companies, but they're owned by the same overarching company. Are you telling me that the thumb of Disney doesn't come down on Pixar? Are you telling me that, like, no, they. I probably mean, not. No. I, mean, I reckon they probably. Yeah, sure. No, they've always had. Pixar have always. Like, Disney have always. Because like, they've. Disney published all of Pixar's films, I'm pretty sure. They've always had some say. But they usually, I'm pretty sure, from what I understand, because I've watched the Pixar documentaries, they pretty much let them get on with what they do. And then also John Lasseter came over and sort of sorted out Disney's you know, yeah, they did. Yeah, the animations. They, they that, yeah. To me, they're different. They're, very, they're getting similar, but they are different to me. Um I would so say I, I would say that you're of a smaller minority. I reckon most people see... Pixar films as Pixar films, but they know them to be Disney. Like I would say, most oh, people think that they're Disney films. Um, I was gonna choose Wallace and Gromit as like a troll, I just troll you both, but um, I don't know. Hey, that would have been a good one as yeah, well. Yeah, Wallace and Gromit's good. Great. Yeah, but I'm not that bothered about it. So no. I'll rewatch the Lego movie. I tell you something. I, um, we just sold a Gromit mug. You know the Gromit mug that has the nose that like he that turns nope. red. Nope. No, it was like a thing nope. like from the nineties, and basically I found one in uh, in the loft, and it sold for like thirty quid. Nice. Blooming neck. Blooming neck. And on that bombshell. Let's end the podcast. Let's end the podcast. If right. you want to tell us about, you know, Pixar and Disney, and how would they contact us? Well, they would. Uh, they could follow us on Instagram at the Movie Quest, uh, and send us messages on there, or you could email us at podcast at themoviequest.com. Tell us what your favourite uh, Western animation film is. And we can discuss it in a in an episode. Let us know what let us know what you think, and uh, we'll put it up with maybe some of ours as a discussion point. Yeah, I mean to be That's fair, good. like if like especially if like all the listeners, if it's if there's like a couple of films that keep getting mentioned over and over again, like I'm happy to throw them in the ring whenever we discuss. Yeah, we could revisit this in a few in a few weeks, I guess, wouldn't we? Yeah, That's yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm enjoying this season so far, though. It's been really good. Like it's been quite a lot of variety in it as well, even though it's all animation, but it's all different types of animation, and it's different types of films. I'm but it's all from it. the West. Do you know what? I've, uh, I find it stressful. <laughs> I find it very stressful trying there's to choose many. films. Yeah, there's a lot of choice. I don't know why we said Western animation instead of just being like Japanese animation, because 
at least Japanese animation it would have been a little bit more like focused but this is just a lot of like really good animated films like I, you know, at the end, I'm just I have like an honorable mentions list, and I just want to just it's gonna probably talk, take up more of the podcast than anything else. <laughs> right, cool. right, okay, let's go. Right, thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next time, guys. See you later. Bye-bye. Cooking in the home I must go to fetch the water